you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. This is the All Dressed Up Podcast. And I tell you, sweet baby Jesus, it feels like forever. What up, have streams? What it do, K-Dizzle? How you been, man? Long time no see. My guy, fantastic, my guy. Long time no see. Like I said, ooh, ooh, he gone with the white screen. He gone with the white screen early. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey man, you know we gotta work what out the kinks early. On. Gotta what work out the good. kinks early. We live, baby. This is makes us different. We live, man. We do things differently around this piece, man. We're, so we, gonna, we are fearless. You gonna we are fearless with it. We are gonna do some things. Different things are gonna happen. We just gonna, it's just gonna pop up, bro. That's what it is. How so is we your, on all platforms, right? Because I got all like, my alerts buzzing platform. and chimes are going off everywhere. How was your holiday, my guy? It was good, man. It was chill. It was good. Yeah, had a good time with uh, my girl. Got to relax, man. Just enjoy the time off, you know. A day yeah. from work and a day away from work is always good for me. Okay. Oh, bro. Anytime that you're not working is a good day. A good day. Anytime you, know? you rest and relax and you're spending that quality time, because we all need that quality time. That is not it. That is the truth of the matter. So, um, time was good. Family, friends, fellowship, haven't seen them in a long time. So it felt really good. Uh, we got out there, we partied, we drank, we had a good time. Uh, and that's it, man. That's it. It was one day of good rest. And the, the rest of the week, you know how our weeks go, before and after the holiday, you're in the business. Uh, and I'm stupid grinding myself. We just go and go to work. Just I'm wrong go with that, bro. to work, man. So where so, we where we uh, where we streaming that live tonight? Where we at? Uh, where we, we everywhere, man. We ain't all dressed up podcast, uh, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, I got to check and see if the Instagram is working because there's a way you go on the backside and, and um, stream live on Instagram, but it won't show up. None of the st- chat stuff pause. shows. But it's, it's pause inappropriate or we no longer saying pause? Uh, no, we still saying pause. Okay. I don't know if it's pause, but 410 Yo. as usual, man. Welcome back. Hope you had a great holiday, man. 410 beers in the building as usual. But man, man, how was how was um I know you sent me some stuff earlier, but um would you do after hey from the Carters in the building? How was everything else? Man? How was your week after the holiday? You you getting your mimosas, man, you right? Know, got the mimosas popping tonight. Obviously, you guys know we're going live and we're fearless because if you haven't heard the NBA finals are on as we speak. But um, you know, it hasn't been much of a final so far. Phoenix has no. been pretty much running away with the Milwaukee's fighting back tonight. But we'll see how that goes. But I just been chilling, man. Um, been looking forward to 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 doing more of my media and, and some of my other uh projects that I have in mind. I know you've been working vigorously over the last, you know, two or three weeks since and in, in, 
and mystery, I should say. We don't know what you're cooking up. <laughs> but K-Dizzle definitely has something cooking up. Oh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> KD, we're we, we not going into sports right yet. But when I go into sports, I got something for KD. Because I posted oh, that on my story. I posted that on my story today on IG. So. Oh, yeah? Hey, facts. Look, I showed them nerds. Look at 410. He's been fucking them joints up. <laughs> oh, he said, Bro. he said he sent you a DM. Oh, yeah, you about those gummy nerds you had. Oh, those are those are the worst, man. Look, if you're on a diet, if you just trying to keep your teeth, <laughs> do not buy those. I promise you, man, they will mess your life up. Uh, I got three packs sitting in the house right now, and if I get one, it's nine o'clock. One of them, hopefully, one of them hanging around because my kids kill them, but. <laughs> they are absolutely. You gotta crazy. get us. You gotta get us some sponsorship. We need some sponsorship. That, Straight up. You got people in the chat eating gummy uh, gummy nerds and shit. It's it's, it's a life, bro. It's a life. You gotta get some, man. But yeah, let's go on to um the, the the finals are on tonight. They are on, and are they still up by five or, or ten? I nah, man. Know. Milwaukee is fighting right now before the half. They're up thirteen. Fifty-eight to forty-five. <laughs> what? Fifty-eight to forty-five. Milwaukee is up, going into about fifty seconds left in the first half. So what? they saying they saying don't bring the brooms out just yet, man. My brooms still out here. Nah, I'm not. It's, it's too early. It's too so check early. this out, right? So I was I was at work yesterday, and I was like, oh man, you know, what do I want to do on my Saturday night? I don't really want to go out. I'm tired. I wouldn't mind finding some entertainment. Oh, look at this. Conor McGregor's fighting. Perfect. So, you know, not to put myself out there, but I had the uh the hookup. I didn't pay the 50. I didn't pay the, the 59.99 or whatever it was, but mm -hmm. I had I had my opportunity to watch the fight. And did you see what happened, man? Some of the craziest shit ever. Mm -mm. I did not this get dude, that. First off, in the first round, he came out with some nice kicks. You know, Conor McGregor, he's a lot of talk, but he's good for that sport because they need entertainment, and he make, he brings money in like that. The stadium was rocking, K-Dizzle, right? Yeah. And the guy hasn't looked impressive in a long time. So he comes out. This is the rubber match between him and this guy, and he's giving these vicious leg kicks. He's popping them. And then all of a sudden he finds himself in trouble. He finds himself grappled on the ground for like the last minute of the round. Comes out in the second round, backs up after he throws a haymaker and literally snaps his ankle and Oof. breaks his ankle in the fight and falls, falls on his back. They stop the fight. You know, they got to give the fight to the other guy called TKO. So it wasn't something that the other guy did? No. It was just from, the, from him doing all the kicks and stuff. Doing the kicks, and then he swung a wild haymaker, and then I guess to catch his balance, his ankle slipped out from underneath of him, and it snapped, bro. It was like some, you know, Alex Smith type shit. Mm. And, you know, at this point, he's standing on his ankle. He falls back on the ground. And, you know, a lot of people say it's karma because he talks a lot of shit, and, you know, he's caused a lot of havoc, and, and, and that honestly has made him more famous than anything or, you know, what have you, but... To see this guy on the on the ground in the octagon with a broke ankle looking like that, that that was that was a poor scene to watch, man. Oof, wow. Mm. So yeah, that was last night. Uh if you haven't heard, the US uh Olympic team, the men's national team, had its first exhibition against Nigeria. 
Shout out to Nigeria because they Shout out to that ass. And I'm not even mad that the uh, CUSA lost. So, so, so be it. They bust their ass. They deserve it. KD, the most overrated, the most overrated NBA player of all time, in my opinion. You can say I'm hating. You can talk shit to me. DM me on Instagram. I don't care. Everybody wants to put KD out there. He tried to dunk on my man on the Nigerian team. And K does what did Matumbo used to say? What? No, no, no. <laughs> man, he put KD shit. Yo. Capped him, put him down, man. It was it was terrible. Hey. They lost by three. They lost by three. Hey, this meme. I, I gotta tell you, bro. This meme killed me. <laughs> <laughs> What's it say? My, My next, next chapter. chapter. <laughs> Man. Yo. He said if you can't beat him, join him, bro. Hey, hey look at the chat, chat though. 410 Beer said he wished death on the other dude. He's talking about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor did wish death on him. And he said, and the guy he fought in the post fight um, you know, interview, he was like, Man, you don't say that, bro. You don't just say you're gonna kill somebody or you wish death. Like, you know, I really want you to go home to your family healthy. Did bro. he say that? Conor McGregor was saying that. (laughs) 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 Conor McGregor was saying that to Poirier. He was like, you know, he was going to kill him. He was sending him out in the the hearse and all this type shit. And Poirier was like, you know, man, I I want you to go home to your family, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's Conor. That's why I said, man, you can't go around and say these hellacious things. Ron said, Ron said, you disrespecting the beady head God, a.k.a. KD, a.k.a. Brooklyn Nets, a.k.a. PG County. Man, he's the most overrated NBA player. (laughs) You know where I was raised, where I tell you I'm from. You know where I'm from. He's the most overrated player of all time, bro. He is never going to be on the bronze level. I don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. You know what? This is... uh, yeah, fresh out of rehearsal, checking y'all out, kind of bams. <laughs> no, you know what? The crazy thing about Kevin Durant is that um, he's a he is he is one of the best players to ever do it. The problem is he's he's uh, it's like it's like being a really good player, an excellent player during during Jordan's era. Yeah, right. It's not like, even it's that like though. They, like you're, yeah, like KD you're, is overrated. Chris, nah, it's like oh, no, no, hold no. on, KD. Hold on, because okay. the chat wants to come for me early. So I need to <laughs> the chat. KD is overrated. You know why he's overrated? Because tell me one team he led to the finals and won a championship. And when I say led, he was the main int- integral piece of that team. He wasn't that guy on the Warriors team because that was Steph Curry. Steph Curry led those teams to the championship. Mm-hmm. KD has never led his own team. To the chip, he came over to Brooklyn. I was gonna let him slide, and, and, and if he won this year, and like give him credit and give him the respect he deserves, even though Brooklyn was a team that the team never played together all year because they wanted to stay healthy for the finals, and they still didn't get there. I'm a, look. I'm gonna give you your soapbox, man. I'm gonna come give you on, man. I don't want to hear that shit, look, man. I'm, don't I'm come a... at me. Don't come at me about <laughs> Kevin Durant being the best scorer of all time. Look. Okay, he can shoot. He can shoot threes. He can do all any type of offensive move out there. I get it. He can't lead a team to a championship by himself. He's not a superstar on that level. We are in an era of great players, um, um, next level players. He carried the Warriors to that finals. 
Uh, that don't count. Oh, yeah. Look, no, he didn't. Chris, no, he, Chris didn't. he carried the Warriors to that finals. I look, I can I can agree and I can disagree because when when everybody didn't show up, when other people didn't show up, Katie showed up. When he didn't show up, everybody else showed up. So it was the superstar team. So why didn't they go to the finals this year, Kay? And a watered down playoff. Why didn't the Brooklyn Nets make it to the playoffs? I mean, to the NBA finals. I can't call it, bro. I can't call it. I don't. I. We have a lot more. The same reason why the U.S. team lost to Nigeria. We got a lot more individuals on teams than actual teams. One hundred percent. We got a lot more individuals on teams than actual teams. They ain't. They are not. Um, they are like not the golden all star teams. Like, like you know, we can we can go down this path, but I don't, I don't want to go down to Hey Bianca. Well, hey, happy birthday, Bianca! Happy birthday, Bianca! What? There is none greater. There is none greater. <laughs> Welcome. I but see no. Bianca. Bianca's IG story was jumping this weekend. I Bianca's saw Bianca's IG story it was crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to keep an eye on my girl because she had been out there with her, and they was uh, partying for Bianca's birthday. I had to keep her out, you know. <laughs> Holes wasn't growing. They were showing out there. <laughs> yes. Shout out to shout out. Shout out to Bianca, but no, you got it. There's a lot going. There's a lot going on. We ain't gonna go down to KD, the LeBron, all yeah, that, all you, that man. path. Thank you. We'll, we'll, I get off. I yeah, get, we'll stay I around that. We'll, we'll we'll stay around that. Um, but look at uh, Arizona. Happy birthday, HCG. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we watch myself shoot. Get your Liddy. in them. Definitely, oh, no. Liddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey. Um, a lot happened in two weeks. A lot happened in two weeks. We we gonna glaze over Bill Cosby getting out, getting out of jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He knew um, something that we didn't know because, like I told you the other day, he said, "Man, I'm not going into that class. Fuck that class." <laughs> I holler at y'all on the other side, bro. That's, I that's mean, it, there was a lot that went down. But I think before we go into it, um, let's go into let's get into black businesses because we've been slouching for the past few weeks. Um, and let me get yours up. Well, you know, quick. man, you're a true patriot, man. You had to take you had to put in your vacation time for the fourth of July. I'm gonna put sure. mine in for probably like one Wednesday, like you know, some off week. Some off week. Just just say the word. Say the word. Say less. People understand. <laughs> People understand. But no, let's go into. Um, Let's go into black businesses. Every week, we try to uh, highlight local or national black businesses to make sure we put those dollars with those companies. Um, we'll get into the topic of tonight, uh, a rabbit hole, which I think is going to go a lot of different directions. It was a great idea. Um, shout out to have streams on that. But let me pull this bad boy up. Where are you at? Dun, dun, dun. There it is right there. All right, have. Hey, Who do me a favor, Kay, click what on up? click on the um the save story underneath where it said Duck Cam. Huh? The, the little the little story underneath where it says Duck Camo. Duck Candle. Where you see the hat, Duck Camo. Where you see the little hat, click on that. Okay. So basically, we're talking about audio. a brother. Huh? It's got audio. Uh, no, it shouldn't have audio. Okay. So so basically, we're talking about my brother tonight, my man Trey Brooks, a uh, good family uh, of mine. He is actually doing a really big promotion right now with his Broken Angels Design Company. 
out of DC. This is a um, design on the front page was this hat that he has. That's a real nice design, as you can see, as uh, K does was going through. But he's got a nice clothing line, man. Really good original stuff. Uh, he can actually collaborate with, with you as well. If you have something you want to create, just uh, reach out to him. But that's my brother. His name is Devante. His clothing line is Broken Angels Design Company. Um, you know, I'm excited for him, man. It's really good stuff. Awesome. Looks good, man. Look, uh, Broken Angels DC. Go give him a follow. Let me boy from my and if you right highlight there. him, and if you get that new hat that he just put out on that first screen, that first slide that Kate does a quick ball. Let him know I sent you. He'll give you. He'll give you a good. Look, deal. You just started up, man. Love is love, right there. Yeah, look at that, man. That's hot. The little trucker hat design. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So Check him out, Broken Angels uh, DC. Let him know have streams sent you. Have streams in the building. Broken Angels DC. That's Instagram. Make sure y'all check him out. Here we go, right here. I'm going to highlight my homie Kenny Hilliard. Kale, he's got a shop. It's called Keeping a Life Exhilarating. Uh, he does a ve vegan, vegetarian restaurants right in Brentwood. Uh, the menu is awesome. Everything is kale infused. Um, 3809. Can y'all see that 39 Rhode Island Blue Brentwood? Let me pull up this menu, man. What's he got? Uh, everything has kale with it. He makes little kale greens, and it's phenomenal. Okay. Okay. Like crank kale, sweet dry cranberries, uh, signature Cajun seasoning, Mardi Gras kale. It's it's all a it's all a uh, that's unique, man. That's play on I like it. that. Um, it's all a play on it uh, with kale, uh, different herbs and spices. I mean, this dude can cook. He's an awesome guy, awesome dad, awesome musician. I've known him uh, all my life, damn near. It feels like it, 20 years in high school. 3809 Rhode Island Avenue in Brentwood, Maryland. You just look up Kenny's Kale on Facebook, keeping the life exhilarating. Great guy, great food, vegan restaurant, vegetarian. Y'all go check it out. No, um, I like that, man. That's a good idea. That's, that's good very stuff, cool. Man. Thank you. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Good dude. Good food, man. Support you. Yeah, it's, it's fire. Yeah, it's fire. But check him out. Okay. Uh, we got to make sure we start putting links and everything on our page and all that for the black businesses. Yeah, we should. we should. We keep them connected, man. Well, but, like I said, we'll, we'll talk afterwards. We'll talk. Yeah. About we'll definitely talk and get that together. Y'all see what I did, right? Oh, it is good, Bianca. Y'all go check him out. He's right in Brentwood. You see what I did, right? Look at the bottom of the screen. See that? I left the number up there 100%. To join the conversation, for all the pump fakers, for all the, Kevin all the pump fakers, so we stop getting messages and saying that we don't, we don't keep the number up. Three zero one eight five seven one seven five seven to join the conversation. Um, but let's go into um, the gateway. I think the biggest news over the past no, couple no of weeks. No pun intended. The gateway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but hey, Shikari about that life, Richardson. Okay. Shout out to Shikari Richardson. Shout out to Shikari Richardson. Big I inspiration. Mean, she really. Oh, before I before I forget, because I know I will. Go ahead. I do want to give a shout out to the young lady, and I'm so sorry I don't have her name. Hopefully, Kate, you do. The young lady who won the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Oh man! And she is also extremely talented in other sports, and I think basketball and. I think uh -huh. she's a young prodigy. Like she is a genius, man. When I saw the things that I saw on video that she was doing, besides like not only just winning the biggest competition that 
uh, a child student can win. Mm-hmm. But man, very inspirational, man. Shout out to her. Shout out, man. And look, not only can she spell, but Shawty, have you seen the videos of her playing it's ball? Genius. It's genius. Really, it's incredible, man. Her brain Bro. is on a different wavelength. <laughs> It just goes to show, man. Hey, mama. Hey, I was in the mama. building. Up, Look, mama? she's off the chain, man. Shout out to young girl, first African-American to win the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Hell of a job. Um, and just a, just a flat out. Look, when I saw that and I saw everything else, I just all I could think of was the prices are going up. <laughs> 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 all the prices are going up. She is yeah, she is yeah. on her way. She's been on her way. She's already been at it. She's a phenomenal ball player. Y'all go look her up. If you ain't seen the basketball videos that she's done before the spelling bee, y'all need to go check her out. She's off the chain. But, yeah. Um, Shikari, but back to your girl, Richardson, though. Shikari about that life, Richardson. And I think – I want to say she got – not this is a being, perfect segue into the deep dive. No, the perfect segue. Not, not. I know they did. They offered her a full ride. It was crazy. Um, not just because she's one of the fastest people on the planet, you know, in 100 meters. But I think what drew more attention than anything else was because Shakari Richardson was Shakari Richardson. And she didn't care what people thought. She brought everything who she was on the track. You know how normally you you have your you have your females that come on the track. You know they kind of dress down. You know what I'm saying? Shakari got her. She got her eyebrows in. She got her eyelashes swagged, up. Swagged up. She got, I mean, she swagged out. She is, she is a hundred percent. Yeah, she got she got her nails on. She did not care, and she she was living. She's living. Who she, she got people lined up. She got bro. people lined up waiting to write a check towards. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I, you know, in the controversy, enthralled with my girl about the marijuana. Mm. Uh, good things something and bad that, things. Something that we talking about tonight. Where's Where's the meme I sent you? You got it ready. Got, to go? I got the I got the meme ready to go. Let's I'm gonna play, play, play it one time. We gonna play it one time. Yeah, let, let let the audience know what we're talking about tonight. Okay. All right. All right. I'll play. I'll play it. Hold on, man. Where in the world? Oh, you See, already, you Arizona already, know. already know. Arizona already know what it you is. You already hit. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Arizona, you stupid, man. You stupid. But I got to play it because you gave it to me and I got to play it. Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. Hey. That's what we're talking about tonight, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. Look, look, man. Look, one thing that always happens in those situations, we understand where we are. That's that's what we talk about. What we're here to talk about. Hold on. Marijuana and weed has become a whole different thing mm-hmm. now than what it was before. And when the, when her situation rose, right, the first thing we did was. We went and found other other uh, examples, Michael Phelps, other runners, other. You know, we wanted to, we wanted to, you know, examine whether or not there was bias, and we already we already know that it's going to be bias 
uh, regardless, because that's just the way the system is set up. But there's a there's international rules, there's Olympic rules, and then there's um, there's. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you got two sides to it. It's like the principle of the matter is she knows the rules of the league that she's in. Says you can't test positive for marijuana. Yep. So even though like in the streets everything's starting to lighten up and all and all that good shit. You still have to, and I hate to sound like the the old guy who's stating the rules, but if your league says you can't do it, or if the organization you're in says you can't do it, <clears throat> you can't get caught doing it. I mean, like I still I still think I frown upon jobs that make you have to do a year analysis for weed right now. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people right now. Before we go into the deep dive and get away from what we're talking about, that you still have to you know do a P test to get employed. But you might have, you know, marijuana in your system for medicinal purposes. So but we'll be talking about a lot of that stuff tonight, though. Yeah, for sure. So um, I know a lot of companies that are that are um, that are testing and are ignoring if there's marijuana in your system. I know it's companies that are still being strict on it. It's one of those mm-hmm. things where um, some are being progressive and some aren't. Uh, but the main topic of tonight is, you know, is cannabis, marijuana, we friend or foe. We, uh, friend or foe, right. Friend or foe. Friend or foe. And and look, we can all be upset, we can all be mad. Hell, it's what it is. Um Shikari ain't going away. Four years is a long time um for another Olympics, but that's gonna be her next opportunity. I think she'll she, be she, right. she'll, she'll get a deal. She'll run yeah. she'll run in other meets in, in the United yeah. States and then in four more years she'll run to the next Olympics. But let's you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about why we are where we are today with marijuana, right? Because uh, we got so many states to, that we to weed to weed or not to weed. to weed or not to weed is the <laughs> magic question. If the, <laughs> if they piss test Metro and stuck to it, half the people in Metro would be gone. I'm trying to tell you right they gotta, now. They got to like decompress after a long ass day. They got a tough job. Bruh. Bruh, I can't, you know, the rules would be few. You're right. Tra- public transportation would be at a standstill. Oh, we get ready to talk here. about it, Chris. We get ready to do a deep dive on everything, but go ahead, Kay. Uh, oh, oh. Well, let, let's talk about the origins of weed, man. I know you looked up the uh, so, yeah, so, so we were talking about obviously, you know, do we got to stay off the weed? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Do the pros outweigh the cons? We're going to talk about it tonight. So we want everybody who smokes, if you smoke, Texas, if you don't, Texas too. You know, we want to hear both sides of it because I'll tell you personally, before every show, I smoke a little bit and it gets me in my zone. So I'm not going to sit here and uh, get on the soapbox and preach against weed because I smoke. But, um, Never on the job. That's a different story. <laughs> the only difference between medicine so, and poison is dosage. Look hey, but at the end of the day, so we're talking about weed. We're talking about marijuana. We're talking about the stigma behind it. Is it good? Is it bad? So where did it come from? Okay, so originally back in the 1500s, after doing some research, uh, you know, a lot of the Indian um, culture and Asian culture that came over brought the cannabis plant and used it for medicinal purposes, obviously. So Mm-hmm. Speeding up, you know, into the more recent centuries, I know in the in the uh, in the early 30s and 40s, a lot of Mexicans are smoking it 
a lot of illegals were smoking it in in, uh, in Texas during the Great Depression, and you know that was the easy way, in my opinion, to get those guys deported by you know creating a stigma around what they were smoking and saying it was a bad thing and it wasn't medicinal like it originally was, and they had a lot of those guys get sent back. And then we were talking about how it was criminalized in the 50s and 60s, and then in the 70s. What were you saying about Reagan? Go ahead and talk about that part. I mean, not Reagan, but Nixon. Well, well, what happened was it was outlawed during Prohibition with alcohol, right? Remember that whole time during the um, um, during Prohibition years? It was, mm-hmm. it was DJ White. What up? It was outlawed during that time, and they just got stuck in that Prohibition time, and the, and. It really got criminalized um, in the 70s with Nixon and his war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, he, that's when he gave it to that, that Schedule One drug, that Title One drug, putting it with heroin, LSD, and all that other stuff. And, that's, and, and let's clear that. Let's, let's, let's make that clear right there. When you, when you label something a Schedule One substance, mm-hmm. that means it's highly addictive and it has no medical use. Yep. So that was just 50 years ago. Yep, ignoring ignoring the past on the FDA um, approving drugs with THC in it in the earlier years, which derives from, of course, marijuana and uh, and weed. So it was more of a political thing than anything else, and it just stuck. Thank you, Richard Nixon, for your shitty ways and what you did. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's and then what here comes, and then here comes Reagan right behind him, and he starts implementing the most, you know, crucial punishments and in, in, uh, in laws behind, you know, getting caught with marijuana. So it was very strategic to see how it played out, and then we get to now, where it just, you know, I, I can't even say five years ago, but just maybe two or three years ago, you'd be afraid to get caught with some weed. Oh my gosh! And now you're walking around, and people are walking in the store, walking out with it in a bag. And you know, you could sit in, in the parking lot of a dispensary, and all walks of life are walking inside there, getting their weed in different forms. You know, you got your drops, you got your edibles, you got your you got your, your standard grass or whatnot. And you know, your your CEOs are walking out, your construction workers, your business owners, your Uber drivers. I mean, it's not just your your quote unquote thug that mm-hmm. you know a lot of politicians used to say you know smoke weed. So it's very interesting to see where it is now, and it's very interesting like you're going to talk about to see who has control over it now and how everything else is going to be put in place. Marijuana is currently legal in 18 states, uh, and medicinal marijuana is legal in 37 states. So wow. recreational 18, medicinal 37. As we got thousands of people incarcerated right now with marijuana-related you know, charges. So I, I'm going to state my argument up front, out of the blue. I've always said legalize it, tax it, and, and um, um, allocate those funds specifically and strictly for only education and social services. That way you have a tax that funds just that. Look, if Mark Martha can smoke it, I can too. That's what Chris says. If Martha can smoke it, I can too. Look, mm-hmm. allocate those funds specifically for and without you know, without deviating education and social service programs. 
because those are the two programs that uh, lawmakers, for some stupid reason, hate funding. Okay, I'm. I, I, those are the ones that are always funding strap. I don't know what my kids have gone to public school all their life, and every public school that I know has always been strapped with funds. Always got some old ass textbooks. Always got something that they're in need of. If you legalize it and tax it, just like you do everything else, and put those funds specifically for that, then you make a you make a big difference. But I think the bigger thing than that is not being on the government to legalize it and tax it. You know, we got to find ways for a lot of the CEOs and people that have big business uh, entrepreneurship right now that can go in and that can afford these dispensaries to buy them now. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm pretty sure sooner or later they're going to get locked down and you're going to have to really squeeze your way in to be able to pick up a whole dispensary or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to franchise them, bro. You know, capital capitalism's going to come in. But and it's just in. like it's just like a liquor license. Like, yeah, you're just not going to walk in and buy a bar and be able to sell liquor right down the street just because you got money. That's not how it works. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a place where you have a liquor license available. You gotta purchase it. It's probably damn near a quarter of a million dollars because they go, it's yeah, priceless. they gonna and, make it ridiculous. And that's how it's gonna be. So I think right now, like you hear a lot of these rappers who got big money who want to invest in it, they're smart because pretty soon it's gonna be set in stone to where certain people are gonna have full control, mm-hmm. and everybody else is still gonna be on the outside, just like farmer. And mm-hmm. everything else and and that's where it's headed so you know does the does the dope boy on the corner now or you know the guy riding around selling his weed is his business messed up probably not yet you know but no it's soon, coming it's, it's dropped off different it's a decline 100 percent decline because you couldn't you're connecting ain't it really to connect no more when you can get it from a store now i mean you got to think about it the way you get a weed car now let's say from maryland for example you call in you talk to a doctor mm-hmm. who's certified a cannabis a cannabis medicinal doctor. You tell them that you can't sleep, or you tell them that you know you have like different types of pain. They say okay. They give you a prescription to talk to. I mean, actually, no. They give you the okay to get the green of the car. To get the I car. Green car. Get the medical car. The green and then car. you apply with the state, and you pay that little fee. So after like two hundred and fifty bucks, you're now certified to go into a dispensary and purchase weed. Yep. So the whole game's in change, man. Yep. A hundred percent. Now the magical question, like you said, is um those who want to get involved need to do it. I say do it now. If you got land and you want to grow, like in Maryland, it's legal to grow up to four plants. If you got a plot somewhere else and you got room to start your own fucking do it yeah the price, the price is, high. is high but you got to think though arizona think about what the dispensary now gives the working american that person who doesn't want to drive to a certain risky area to pick up their tree mm-hmm. or even deal with that hand in hand you know they might have that person they deal with now these people and i don't want to make it a race thing but now these like older white folks who have really good jobs can walk in to a store that has armed security show their id go in pick out what they want and then walk out with a bag i mean it's the perfect scenario for big enterprise and big business and we're getting ready to see a whole the whole game change yeah i mean you're gonna you're gonna get gas stations gas stations gonna have weed to sell 
It's just what it's going to be. I mean, it's think about the business that. opportunities, Kayla, you were talking about off air, yep. like cannabis lounges. Mm -hmm. And then you got hookah lounges right now. Imagine having a cannabis lounge. Like a lot of people are going to be in there. You can sit in a lounge, smoke some weed, and watch watch the game. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm <laughs> in there, bro. You sound like, count me in. I want to invest excited. in one right now. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> like or 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 cannabis, like you know, yoga studio. Imagine the mm -hmm. medicinal and the holistics behind yoga. And now you have a whole section where you can smoke, you can sit in there and zen out. Like mm -hmm. this, the opportunities. Like, let me stop saying my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> the ideas are flowing. The, look, you will be right there. A black woman um, does own that dispensary on Central <laughs> Avenue. A lot of African Americans are. are, are I love it, Arizona. I got a good about. friend. Uh, I got a good friend. Shout out to Sarita Wright that has been. Uh, on the forefront for years. She owns a company called Estro Hayes that I've talked about uh, African-American Estro Hayes, E-S-T-R-O-H-A-Z-E, that have been okay. talking about people getting involved in the cannabis industry and also oh. just keeping people informed of it. So, um, you know, it is something to look into, something to get into right now. Black people, we've been selling weed. We've been smoking weed for a very long time. It just makes sense that sooner or later we need to reap the benefits and make the profits off of it. Of a business that has been underground um, for years and years and years and years. And we need to make sure that we're on the out front, on the forefront before the big money gets in and give us an opportunity to create some generational wealth behind it. Um, but we, we, we're talking about the business side and aspect side of it and the tax yeah. side of it. Uh, we really got to get into um, the other side of it is dealing with the years and decades and decades of um, if we do decide to finally make this uh, federally legal, the decades of lives, um, I, you know, there's no other way to say it, but lives destroyed because of the legal system but, and how they've been treated uh, with people with marijuana. But they so, got away with what they wanted to get away with. And I just sit on here and preach though, like they, they being they, they had the opportunity to arrest thousands of people off of these, you know, simple marijuana related charges. And the money was made, the times was spent. Like Arizona said, free all the good men, let them out. Because at this point, they are ahead of the game again. You're not running a big business with the product. So go ahead and let them out of jail. Make more space for the pedophiles and everybody else that needs to be locked up and incarcerated, as opposed to all these people sitting in jail. You know who got caught up with a couple of grams of weed, but it's it's. Let me what throw up, something. Let me throw something back at you, right? Big right. P, what up? So we were talking about Shakar Richardson. Should should sports regulate marijuana usage, or should sports test? Like at the end of the day, private business can test for what they want, right? But do you feel like sports should test for marijuana? Sports should test for performance-enhancing drugs. Is marijuana a performance-enhancing drug? No. Okay. So, uh, too much marijuana. A performance-enhancing drug is a drug that I take that gives me an unfair physical advantage over you. Right. right. And marijuana is not going to give me that. Now there's like I say everything everything is uh Rod said it best. Everything it's either medicine or poison depending on the dosage, right? Smoking too much. Well that's everything in, mod in moderation. 
Right. Smoking too much can leave you um, can can leave you what um, immobile. Uh, you, I don't want to see like I don't want to see Deshaun Watson the high as hell, uh, you know, in the huddle under the tight end. You feel what I'm saying? And not not the center. Why you so, coming for Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson just came. I don't know why. Nah, let him came. go, man. He didn't have enough. He man, did. He did. he did. So okay, Ryan. <laughs> I don't want to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. There you uh, go. I don't want to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, trying to. You nah, know, he might to... need some medicinal weed. Because he's <laughs> Just, his hand crack. I don't, he don't need to be hiking the ball from the wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Underneath the wide receiver. <laughs> so, for rappers, it's a performance enhancement. Yeah, for rappers, it's a performance enhancement. It, you know, everything is good in moderation, but. You know, it's a, if you if it's a business, you decide how you want to run it. Um, you can you can test for whatever you want to test for. Um, like I that's, said, it that, could be a good thing and a bad thing. Man, that's that's true stupidity. That's like testing for alcohol in somebody's system. Like, come on, man. There's so many people that can do cocaine, and cocaine, from what I've been told, enters in that <laughs> system within about two to three days. Yeah, but. Like it's just like you let's, let's test, stop you're, it. Not you're not testing for alcohol. The only thing you can test for you you're testing. You can see if somebody's inebriated. To that's the point not, where but that's not true. Functional. Some people are functioning. Some people drugs, are functioning bro. alcoholics. So, like I said, you you don't, I only want you to test for performance enhancing drugs. All right. Okay. But if you you know if if you see somebody's too high or you see somebody's too drunk, I'm glad you said that. Then you so have look, to make a decision from there. So look, you said what you just said. You said if you see somebody that's too high, right? Right, too high. Is there a t- no? Let's talk, let's get back to the weed. This is a weed podcast right now. Okay. For this episode only. Very wonder. So, is there a too high? How can you measure too high? So, like right now, when you go into a dispensary, because I know you have to sign this, like this kind of like agreement with the state and right. it says you can't smoke while driving you can't right. smoke at church you can't smoke with your cousin like you just like check off all these boxes that you don't right. even really read and just sign off but like at what point can they can they really say oh you're too high you know right. what i'm saying like that's a very fine line too and pretty soon that's going to be the new thing now because yes. i can be out there driving that little seventy-year-old lady, right? Yep. And be out there in her little uh, Buick, Buick Enclave, <laughs> and she Buick could be yeah, just 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 be just falling asleep driving her car because she's hot up on her little weed pills, and the police pulls her over, but she has the prescription. She's not smoking. <laughs> Y'all behind yeah, church. Some true. people do Arizona, but she hasn't been actively smoking in her in her car. Right. But let's let's be real here. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Her little old buck can still kill somebody in right. that in that in that enclave or view of rendezvous and you know rendezvous because she's smacked and she's driving and she's all tired coming home from church. Like that's gonna be the new thing. Like that's the beauty of this topic right now. Well, see, because it's it's funny, right? You're smiling right now because it's it's, it's, it's like no, you I'm, can't it, believe that we're sitting here having this conversation. So no, 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 no. It's a good conversation to have because when you're talking about alcohol, because Photo Do said it, what is too high or too drunk, right? My big great question, question of the so night. We all 
so the law. No, I know what too drunk precedence. is. I know what too drunk is. Right, we know what too drunk. Uh, the law has set a precedent <laughs> for what too drunk is. Right, they say point two eight. Nah, the point law ain't eight, to tell me. Blood alcohol content is point two eight. So how no, do you it's measure not What is it? It's not point two eight. You can't have point oh eight. I don't know what it is. You gonna make me look point oh eight. You can't oh eight. I don't. I don't. I don't know, motherfucker. You can't be on but, here giving false, um, false blood alcohol content. EAC legal limit is 0.08. You're right. Thank you. 0.08. I'm sorry. Uh, enhanced penalty 0.20. Okay. It's 0.28. You're fried, bro. Yeah, you're fried. You you have dead. 0.28. You're not driving, current. So look, how what are you gonna have? You gonna have a blood weed content? How are you gonna measure that? How are you gonna you measure highness? Al, don't, don't come for me, Al. Don't come for me, Al. Don't come out of nowhere. Say, me, say you gotta bro. No, you have to say Al Russell's messages in his in his voice. Get your facts right, bro. Get your facts right, bro. Hey, get your hey, facts get right. Your facts right. Hey, so don't come don't come for me, Al. Your edibles are different than weed, I think. And I was in the dispensary the other day, right? Uh huh. So I was talking to the guy, and they call them bud tenders. Right? You're not at the bud bartender. Okay. They're a bud tender. So they're supposed to be. What up, Tony? So there's supposed to be people who know all about it. And, you know, I was like, hey, man, you know, I don't smoke it, but <laughs> what you laughing at my voice like I'm a junkie, hey, right? Man, hey, hey, man. hey, man, look, come here. So I'm talking to my bud tender. Go ahead. And I say, look, buddy, like I'm a professional. You know, I'm a pretty, you know, high-end professional. I don't do this during the job. High-end professional? Chill Carry out. On. Pause. So... I don't do this on the job, you know, it'll be frowned upon, but I do want to find other ways that I can maybe not have to always smoke a blunt. And this guy was telling me about stuff that you can drop under your tongue. They've got pills. The edibles, I told him, I said, don't work. Like, if I pop an edible and chew a little gummy bear, like, I don't even... It's a delayed response, bro. It's like But then again, I'm like 265 pounds, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not... (laughs) You got to eat a whole tray of brownies to get one. I got to eat a whole can of Pringles, bro. So, at the end of the day, we're talking about a very, a very wide variety of different ways to have this drug. What is too high? That's an excellent question. K-Dizzle, you pop one of those little five milligram edibles, you'll wake up in three days. Bro, man, look, I, I know edibles have a delayed response. And you got to be careful with them because they sneak up on you. But uh, I said, take two. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> I said, take two. Take two. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's a lightweight. Powder? Oh, my God. No, no, sir. Oh, he, my he thought, yeah, God. Yeah, wow. But look, ah, that's wild. what I'm saying. So you got a blood alcohol content. You got a reader that can do that with you, bro. How, do you, how are you going to measure... Um, how are you going to measure a weed content at that point? When you legalize it, you say how what how high is too high for you to be a functioning adult? Um, you got to have some type of limit or some type of ability to be able to say, okay, this is too much. So you're gonna pull Granny out the car? She's smack. I'm gonna pull she's her up. She's not gonna pass the. She's not gonna pass the smack she's, test. She's rainbows and unicorns right now. Get your Man. ass in the Uber back to the home. Don't be, don't come for me. You're gonna hit somebody and hurt something. So, look, so let's talk about go ahead. Go at three miles an hour and cause a traffic accident. That's what they're doing. So you gotta you gotta figure out this this 
if once you legalize, there's a whole slew of stuff. First of all, how do you deal with people like you said you you let free that you've incarcerated for years? Got to let them go. How do you let it all go? So what you are they? Let them out. I know. Okay, you let them all out. Then what? It is what it is. With no plan. Perform, Dang. There's going to be no plan. They're going to let them all out. They, you can't expect the government and the jail and the judicial system to find ways to rehabilitate these people by going back. I would take me. I would take the pass and get out. Thank you. Let me out. Let them out. We'll deal with everything else later. Because at the end of the day, you have a lot of people that's been incarcerated for a long time for something that's legal. Very true. You gotta let them out. It's yeah, not, let it's them not out. a man's. It's not a man my, And I don't want to go too deep. But it's not a man's position to control their lives and lock them away forever because of something like that. That's not fair. No, I, I know that's not that's not fair. What I'm saying is, um, you just because. Imagine this, right? Imagine they said, okay, alcohol is illegal, right? Alcohol is illegal today, and you get caught with a bottle of alcohol tomorrow, right? You get caught with a bottle of alcohol tomorrow. They lock you up for 24 hours. They say, okay, we just, we just, uh, we just made alcohol legal again. Now, you say, fuck it, fuck it all? Bro, when I got arrested... <laughs> <laughs> I got arrested for marijuana, right? Yeah. It was a Thanksgiving morning years ago. And this there is before go. they changed the law. I'm going to talk about a personal experience. Okay. The officer told me it was a traffic stop. He found some weed in my car. Mm-hmm. He said, if this was January 1st, I would not have to, I would not have to take you in. I said, well, goddamn, it ain't too far from January 1st. Like, <laughs> so I lost my whole Thanksgiving because of that situation. Right. And you got to think about people that's given up years, man. Right. Like, you got to let them out. Like, it's crazy to me. that That's why it's such a slippery slope. And all it is is just a change of how we're going to control the narrative now. Before, yep. it's our right, look. We're going to throw weed on you, lock you up. Yep. Now it's, we're going to throw weed on you, charge you triple, <laughs> and get paid off. Yep. So, teach his own, bro. I don't, you know. All right, so we just let him out at that point. We just say, see, Ron say, damn. Just, you know, damn, Hef. Yeah. Damn. I mean, at some point, and I'm not ashamed about it because we're all human. Mm-hmm. And we've all been there, you know what I'm saying. But that was that was a personal story for me. And you know, what can you do, bro? All you can do is grow up and and, and live and learn, and and just pay attention. Like I just ask everybody who's listening to us, and like all of our friends and folks out there, just pay attention. Sometimes take a step back and look at what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, know? and I'm a, I'm gonna address the chat too. Do we do we set something up for the do we set something up for the people who've been um incarcerated because of marijuana charges or just do we let them go and just say good luck because you you got to think about this not just the people that have done a year six months or or have the record we expunge all that once we make it legal federally we expunge all that we 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 make it right we just say okay sorry and then kick them back into into society and say okay figure that shit out 
Because you got to think, some people. But have you lost. can't. You can't expect nothing more than that. Though. I'm not expect. I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting you to, to go out there and buy my house and do all this shit. Fifty pounds is a kingpin charge, in Maryland. Forty years minimum. The dispensary is doing that in three days. That fifty pounds in king a kingpin charge in Maryland. Forty You're never years out. minimum. You're never getting out. So okay, it becomes it becomes law. It becomes legal in Maryland. Okay, it becomes legal federally. You're getting out. You spent twenty five. crazy. You spent thirty years behind bars. No, you spent thirty years behind bars. Now it's illegal. You're coming out. Your family's dead. Everybody's dead. You just throw out on the road. But how do you go Good straight life. from that statute to business? There was no in between. There wasn't even a hop, skip, and a jump. It went from you're getting locked up, locked up, locked up, kingpin, locked up. You know, we shooting, putting everybody down for you lead. To now, you can walk in the store and walk right out overnight. Like Yo. we gotta stop. Like that's why I just said five minutes ago. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like you really have to pay attention, man. Well, because it's we can we're going in that route because there's money to be made, and now that it's un, now that the wave is unstoppable, they want to get ahead of it and make as much money soon as possible. But I'm always I'm always trying that's to be because they can no longer put you in jail for 50 years yes but because always... now it's exposed i'm sorry to cut you off but now it's exposed that we love it as much as you <laughs> and i'm and i'm saying how what do you do about the collateral damage this is the same question that we've been we've been talking about for um it's the same conversation you can have about critical race theory and mm-hmm. reparations okay because we what America did was say, okay, racism is uh, racism is embedded in our spirits. We were, we had slaves. Okay, now we made slavery illegal. But the reparations are freedom at that point. Okay, it's our freedom, right? That's that's our freedom. That's what we're good with. It's Bro, okay let me freedom. out. Let me out. Okay, look, let you out. But what do you do about the time served when it was illegal? I don't give a fuck for right now. Okay. Okay. I'll look for restitution later, Kay. I love you to death. Let me. No, no, no. I'm with you. (laughs) Let him out. Like, okay, what happens next? After you let him out, what happens next? So, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. So, do you expect them to have a plan? Do I (laughs) We got to talk about the government, bro. I don't. We still don't have a plan for reparations. You you ask me what happens next, huh? But I'm you're saying, asking me what happens next. But what, but do you expect them to even have a plan? Do you think that saying, they're even going to give a damn about what happens next? What I'm saying is that if you're doing this, if you're going to do it, you should have a plan in place to deal with the collateral damage that is caused by by uh, making something illegal for so long, and then automatically coming up and saying it's legal. Maryland's justice system is garbage. But that's not saying much because the United States laws are a joke. Tony, you are, you are 100 percent accurate. A lot of their laws are trash, and that's what that's what we're talking about. Okay, so now we're going back and we're changing the laws. We're fixing the we're fixing the wrongs. There's still in certain areas in the South a lot of racist laws on the books that people still use. When you go back and after you change it, like I said, this is the same thing as critical race theory, right? Mm-hmm. After you change it. And what do you do 
uh, because what do you do as far as um, reparations for the collateral damage that's been caused? Do you just, like you said, you're thinking the short term. All right, I'm. They about to make this shit legal. Let me the fuck out. Period. You get out. I'm. I'm with you. Now you get out. All you got on is your fucking oranges and the clothes they put you in on, which is probably two sizes fuck. short. I don't even care. Let me out. Nobody you left. You don't you even have, have to give me left. You don't even have to give me my bag. Let me out. You have no, <laughs> I, I, look, yeah. You have nobody left. You have nothing left to go home to. You don't have anything. I get it, and that's what Arizona says. America be moving the fuck out of the goalposts. That's the yeah. whole point we're talking about, you know. Because before reparations, how do you repay me back for my lost cause of history? You can't. That's my point. So I'm not going to sit around and ask for reparations because it's not going to repay me. I have to get out. My time is already spent. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else you can ever do for me. There's nothing else you can ever repay me. Fuck your paycheck and your reparation with all due respect. Mm-hmm. I gotta go because you know what? You've taken 20 years from me, 15 years from me for some bullshit that you've been smoking the whole time I've been arrested for. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it gets me upset because like I've had personal experiences about it. And now I'm sitting here watching a whole wave of business behind it before you even address the people who are incarcerated. And Kay, you're super smart. You're talking about reparations. That's far-fetched when you're talking about business already being in place while they're still in jail. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm, look, I'm talking about reparations because I think they're due. I think they're way due. I think they're overdue. Because when you do something wrong, you got to figure out a way to make it right. Affirmative action is bullshit. Okay. Um, I think the one thing, <laughs> I, the one thing that um, the government did right was uh, the government does right is re- requiring on their contracts uh, a minority percentage based on whatever the contract is to make sh- to give an advantage to those businesses. Um, so why can't we set something up similar to that for people uh, for for those? Who have been wrongfully accused and wrongfully incarcerated for right. for laws being changed? I don't think that's an unfair thing to ask, and I don't think that's an unfair thing to advocate for. I don't think it's a waste of time. I don't think reparations is a waste of time. Um, it doesn't mean that the, we're going to win the fight. It's just a matter of keep <clears throat> battling the war. Uh, my my whole idea. Go ahead. <clears throat> really quick. Why is it that everybody that got the book thrown at them for marijuana that I know of? Is of a minority descent. <laughs> you know why? This why is, is it that I've never heard of Jim Bob getting thrown away for getting locked up with fifty keys? When you know, when I know, they hold a lot of grass, bro. And I'm not talking no more about that hot shit. But I'm just saying, like, you talk about the cartel, you talk about all the kingpins that are famous in hip hop. How <laughs> stupid. Well, I'll say. I'll say. You know it's illegal to drive in Alabama <laughs> blindfolded. Who wouldn't do that? But it's a law. Some laws are crazy. Some laws are great. Not all laws. That's my man. Al's crazy. Al's I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Al. I don't even <laughs> think you know what the fuck you're talking about, Al. But I'm gonna rock with you on that. He's giving an example of laws. But like, okay. like you said, you're talking. You're talking about a bias that we know that exists that is in plain sight, and and you know why is a question you never get the answer that you want from or or or. 
people you deserve. Uh, we just know that it, it implies it exists and it won't change uh, until until a fuck ton of us die off. And that's just the truth of the matter. So so we just crossed our hours point and we're going to keep going down this deep dive. What are we going to do? How you feel? Um, look, man, it's one of those things where you say, you know, we, we you say, all right, we're going to legalize it. We'll be gonna, we'll legalize it. We're going to tax it. We're going to make it a big business. And then uh, now since we legalize it, we have to let the people that we incarcerated go. So we just going to say, let them go. Say fuck off. Figure out life as it is, and we're gonna keep making our money. Well, we need to we need to hold them accountable. The same, the same way our, our system is not working. Um, if we choose to allow this shit to just just happen, uh, it's gonna continue to not work. You know, same way that corporations ain't paying taxes. Uh, same way that we need to keep fighting for fucking reparations, and we need to fight if we do decide to make this legal. Um, fight for reparations for people who have been incarcerated because of marijuana charges. And not only just records being expunged, uh, but those who need assistance in doing it, um, getting their lives back together, help them get their lives back together. We spend so much money on bullshit year after year. Uh, bullets you and planes. spend more money in taxes we, to keep them locked up. We spend more money in bullets and planes uh, and we can, we can bear a little money to help people get back on their feet after we done fucked them for years. Um, that's just the truth of the matter. So we just got to figure this thing out. I think, um, you know, with with marijuana and the way that it's coming, make sure they're okay. I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying give them give them money as handout. I'm saying they find opportunities for them to, to get them back in the community uh, and be effective and be um, just just help them get their life on the ground. Don't just give fucking people money because that shit ain't gonna help nobody. Same with reparations, man. I'm my biggest thing is we don't need fucking a handout or a check from the government. Give us 20 years free taxes as African-Americans and put it over a certain span that'll allow African-Americans, I believe, to generate, generate more wealth um, over the course of many years. Period. Um, you got to do something the way that the marijuana is going. Like I said, 18 states have already legalized it. 37 have already legalized it for medicinal use. Um, you got to deal with the collateral damage that's going to come when legalizing it and making it available to everybody in access over 18. And you also got to make rules to make sure that people aren't driving out here that are too fucking high uh, and causing issues. Um, like you said, the little old lady or or just impaired. So same way we deal with alcohol, we made that legal. We got to make marijuana legal. Um, and put the right things in place to make sure that we can mitigate the damage that it can cause. That's 110%. 110%. So we got to be, whatever we do with it, we got to be smart about it. And unfortunately, our government officials aren't that fucking smart. So more they're definitely not going to make sure they get their financial lives back. No, no, make sure make sure that we continue to talk about it. Stay us on the forefront. Forefront. Um, I'm going to give her another shout out. Shout out to Sharita Hayes. Uh, Sharita, Sharita Wright, Estro Hayes. I'll put the link... Uh, I'll put the link up on the page and all the black businesses will put up their links. Look, no THC lines. Yeah, you, you motherfuckers, man. Everything is good <laughs> in moderation. Everything is good in moderation. One thing I do know, my man has hits a J every night before the show to get his yeah, mind right and get some flow. A J or two. But we usually you know, it, it, helps, it helps person with my anxiety, man. Like, I'm not one of those guys that sit around all day and just smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, I work 12 hours a you know, and it helps me decompress when I get home. But I'm not going to sit here 
and express myself to all you guys. At the end of the day, everything comes like you guys say with moderation. But I'm just, I'm just, inter I'm interested to see how it's gonna go. You know, lead to me is not a bad thing, Kay. Right? No, no. Let's finish up. Let's finish up the episode with our personal feelings about it. So, it's not, it's not a bad thing to me. The overall perception of what it does and what it is. What's up, Master? What's up? What's up, Master? So, look, the biggest thing is you obviously can't lock people away for it. Yeah. Right? That's out the window. Yep. So you now have to put together a piece of government that is going to focus on taking care of the people as far as putting these people back into reality. Yep. Right? But now it's what happens to the game. I mean, I don't want to get into, you know, too much, but the streets are going to be a little different. You know, personally for me, like I've grown up around a lot of friends and family who've made money off of this. And now, you know, you're not the only show in town. Now I can feel good about going, not that I didn't feel good about doing business before, <laughs> but now I can feel better about walking into a building with the storefront and, mm -hmm. you know, feel more safe about my decision. So it's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> The weed man, let me just say that. Let me, all right, my you, went there. you took it there. The weed man, <laughs> you will took never it there, okay? Die. The weed man will never die. Uh, there's always going to be a space for the weed man to be the weed you man. Think to so? do his thing. I think, yeah, I think it'll be, if anything, I believe it will probably boost his business. No, nah, it's not going to boost. Well, I'm going to say this because until it becomes super commercial, until we can get marijuana from Walmart, the weed man will always be alive. You have applications right now that you can download on your phone that tells you where it is, what it is, what it does, how much it costs, what your deals are, what your discounts are, how to get there, what the phone number is. It allows you to order it and get it delivered to you. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think so, sir. That's why I'm so interested because it's about convenience. The weed man will always be there. I promise. It's, you it's funny how he may not he it's may funny not funny how you're you're saying that and I'm saying this and it's like you know we're it's funny that our our, our it's, it's this is interesting. <laughs> he, he will he will always be there a hundred percent because there will the weed man will have a strain that you can't get. Or the weed man. Will, that mass. What did I say? See, that, that mass available man. weed gonna be garbage. Photo. I don't know about that, my guy. They got a lot of flavors. They got a lot of packs that are available. What's he talking about? Okay. He talking about weed flavors. He's saying that In weed. The street? Yeah, he's saying the weed man just gonna have to bring the quality. You're right. The weed man is going to have to be the, bring the quality. He's gonna have um, to bring the quality, and he's gonna see, have to bring the see, deals until they open twenty four hour shops. Until until you can buy weed in the gas station or seventy eleven. I get you. That's the whole point. That's why I finished what it. I just said. Hold on. That's why I just said it's about convenience. So I get it. Yeah. So I he's would never always, disagree with you. He's always going to be there. He's always going to be available. Uh, if anything, like I said, it's going to boost his business. And a lot of people still don't feel comfortable with going through the whole weed card process. Oh, man. And this and that. You know, a lot of people still secretive, man, and I respect that. 
so so I'll, I'll end it too with a funny story. So like I told you off, off camera, and my wife will be the first to tell you too, uh, the issue with making marijuana legal is that the government feels that cartels and other organizations will operate on a larger scale, and that's a risk the government isn't willing to take. That is a, that is a strong argument, Tony. You are 100% correct on that. The only difference is um, if the cartels the cartels get involved, right? They're already involved. Now they can operate. They can operate in a way that all they got to do is pay taxes on this shit. They ain't paying taxes now, so they're gonna get this shit over here regardless. Nah, but it ain't they gonna be that. They're gonna pay more than one tax. Ha, ah, man. So, so it's there's so many different, so many different intricate ways about this shit. Um, <laughs> it, like you said, like DJ White said, it can be an opportunity for the weed man. The weed man might come up. You know, plus, right, so you about to be out of here. Uh, <laughs> you want to get their cocaine and weed in the same place. You know what I'm saying? So, it, I mean, it is what it is. But look, I, a crazy story. I told you, I told you off air. Uh, you know, my wife. My wife is the biggest. Is you know, marijuana is the devil to her. Right? It is the absolute <laughs> devil. You know, it, it it's it's Satan smoke. It's whatever you want to call it. Um, but Satan the, smoke. So, yes, I don't. Damn. I'm just making that up because it should sound funny. So, um, the crazy thing was, um, she has she has headaches and sometimes trouble sleeping. So she, uh, her her oh, doctor, her doctor recommended her, she get a marijuana card. Her doctor <laughs> told her that. What's her, her doctor, doctor told her? recommended to try some, you know, to try some different products that uses THC. We and should so, shout her doctor out next week. Uh, I shout out to that doctor, man. You you the homie. So. She she finally broke down. She got it, and she got the medicine. She drove all the way out to get the medicine, but she kept it for like a couple months. And didn't use it because one of the one of the medicines, of course, <laughs> smelled like weed. Even though this this actual this actual drug can help you, you know, and it it's not it's because it's because of no 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 it was a pill because of the stigmatism that's been ingrained in her head. I don't know where she got it from. Grain in her head that is so bad. That she she did not want to take the medicine and feel like a she junkie. did not want to take the medicine, bro. She did not want to. She take didn't want to feel like a junkie. Exactly, but it, she ended up taking medicine. And it helps a little bit, but more of the story is more of the story is it's it's breaking through um, that stigmatism that you have on something that's been created in order to keep you away from. Uh, and I'm proud of her for doing that, but. CBD is popping. CBD, there are there are so many little network marketing schemes. People want you to sell CBD. It's mm. just bananas. But um, but look, we can we can go Man, on Phoenix and on and on. Phoenix was having a bad night, bro. Huh? Phoenix oh, they going down. Having a twenty-four from threes. They lose a one-on-one to eighty-two. Oh, they might be they might be stretching it to five. They might be stretching it <laughs> to five. They're stretching it to five so they can go home and win it at home. Let's be real. Let's be real, because the last two games were dominating. So we ain't gonna talk about that. But yeah, let's 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 wrap this thing up, man. Um, you know where to find us, guys. Man, I don't, I don't, I can't keep up, man. You, you are the worst, too. Look, you, I don't know why you can't find us. We are on, um, we are on Spotify. We are on YouTube. Put us up, man. Can you put the Spotify back up? It's right there. The the oh, Spotify.com is actually five W. Right there, that's the link. Hit that link. Um, check us up. Look for us on Spotify. All dressed now up. You can listen to us. You don't have the podcast. Yes, you can listen to us. You ain't got to see our ugly faces. 
Don't forget to submit your videos to alldressedupodcast.gmail.com. We still have working this video so, out. Huh? Have some fun with us so far, I'm telling you. you. Get, oh, my gosh. It's going to be stupid. Uh, you can find us here every night, Sundays at 9 p.m. on YouTube, um, Facebook, Spotify, Spotify, Instagram, everywhere. Are we doing it tonight, man? We're going to do it next night. What you want to do? What? The IG. You want to do the IG live tonight? It's up to you. The after, after show, IG. It's up to you. It's up to you. I know you You have your He, he didn't have 17, 17 mimosas right there. I just want you to know that's number 17. Uh, up or you, 18. Man. 18. It, it, like I said, we can do it, man, problem. because Milwaukee's looking bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Phoenix is looking bad. She's looking bad. Uh, they're gonna take the L so they can take the championship back home. Look, it only works and it's only it's only uh grows by you guys sharing it. Uh, we're doing our own promo, we're gonna be moving faster and quicker on that. We love y'all, we love these conversations. It only works when y'all talk back to us. Um, uh, and we appreciate all the love and support, even through hanging out through our, our one day off. <laughs> one week off, it felt like forever, but we're glad to be back in the seats. What you got, Hap? Hey, man, you know, it feels good to, like, when you take a week off and feel bad, that means we've been doing something real consistent, right? Yeah. So I want to, like, really reach out and thank the uh, chat, the same people that come out and support us every week. I really appreciate you guys. I know K-Dizzle does as well. Please send out the videos. We want to include you guys so we can have some fun with this promotion. Uh, but be safe and stay off the weed when it gets too bad. Stay. <laughs> you hit it with the PSA when it gets too bad. Yeah. What's too bad? Yeah. What's everything? Too bad? Everything in moderation. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk too much. But what's my baby is watching. My baby is watching. <laughs> With that note, we are out. We'll see y'all. Don't hey, we. you know what? Al? I'm going to put you on for the plug. Go see my man Al Russell at Oarsman Chevy. Which one? Al Togar. I think it's out in Baltimore, man. He, he in Baltimore? In yeah, he out here. Al, you out, you out in Baltimore? He got some strong deals. You out there with Kunta, man? Wow, I'm gonna put you, he's, yeah, he's out there with Kunta. Al, tell you, tell your cronies out there to check out the podcast, man. Check out the podcast, bro. Yeah, he's out there with Kunta, man. Shout he out to Al Baltimore. I'm in Baltimore. I'm in Baltimore, man. I'm in Baltimore. What are you talking about? I'm in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I saw Oni. Oni updated his Facebook picture. That shit was hilarious. Shout out oh, to Oni. Shout out to Oni Obami. Man, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next Sunday. Peace. You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know.